Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. This show was previously recorded. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. We've got conflicting statements and actions from the number one recruit in America. We've got a festering frustration with Lane Kiffin, perhaps from Mississippi State fans. We've got a Lamborghini. We've got SEC Bowl previews. We've got the PTG Outdoors Fishy Line of the Week. That is a radio program right there, my friends. And this is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. Glad to be with you in the Pearl River Resort studio. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sports book at the Golden Moon Casino. If you were like me, you would probably find more return on your investment if the uh, the $10 that you occasionally invested into the Powerball drawing, you just invested it into, uh, into a game at the uh, sportsbook, at the Golden Moon. My guess is the odds of winning are better at, uh, at the sportsbook, but uh, who knows? Who knows? The prize, maybe not quite as big. Check them out online, PearlRiverResort.com. It's PearlRiverResort.com. Love to hear from you this afternoon. Uh, C Spire text line is the best way to do that. 601-879-4395. Give your business the edge with gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business. Backed by world-class IT professionals who live where you do. Where? Right here in Mississippi. It's Seaspire Country. Check them out, cspire.com slash business. Good afternoon, friends. Will East in the studio. In place of Michael Borky, Brian Haydad rocking his super soft, genteel hoodie quarter zip. Life is good. Hello, boys. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> hey, uh, How are you? So earlier uh, there, Richard... Uh-huh. I, I like introduced. I was like, I was like, hey, hey, Dad, hey, Dad, how are you doing? And he's he just gave me, yeah, whatever. Just gave me one. Of I did these, not I don't say care that about life. Did not. No, you know, none of that's it's, true. It's, it's I not said, time. and I quote, I said, and I quote, hey. So nah. I said, hey. So I got accused of being dull, being boring, being lacking energy. So well, now you don't. Now you don't lit the fire. So good. That's yeah. good, hey Dad. That's what we want. That's we want what we want. Fire That's what we pay you for. Now it's it's gonna be overkill now. It's gonna be it's gonna good. be out it's gonna be overkill. Good. You know? It's not even gonna be balanced. 
All right. I know that it would give you a headache, and I know you would feel like not talking for a week after you did it. But do mm. you think you could do an entire show as Ric Flair? No. No. You no. couldn't keep I'd, up I'd the energy long enough? I don't, I, I, it's not that. I, just, I don't know. I, I would run out of references at some point. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I can no, make no, it no, happen. No, no, no. This would be your take on Ric Flair. Not impersonating Ric Flair, it's, but you putting it's not yourself. Even, yeah. It's not even an impersonation, yeah. In the $1,000 suits. <laughs> in the Rolex watches. Maybe I'm wearing a hoodie. Maybe tomorrow. I, 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 if I, tomorrow I will dress up a little bit. Dye your hair I'll see what I can do. And just, yeah, we'll see no, that's hair. not ever happening. I, I, I don't think I'd be a good blonde. I'm wearing a hoodie, but it's not just any hoodie. It's a genteel hoodie. And nobody has ever made one of these look as good as I do. Or something like that. That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad. I just I was wondering so. if you could do that as well. Uh, congratulations are in order, I guess, uh, from the Mississippi Lottery. Mike in Oxford says he hit the cash pop thirty minutes ago for a thousand dollars. What? Go ahead, ah, Mike. Paul will be talking That's going about straight you to the tomorrow, Grove Collective. Uh, I bet. Wait, say that again. I bet that's going straight to the Grove Collective. Amen. Amen and amen. See, even Brian Haydad is on board with the Grove Collective. He's encouraging you, Mike. I just know just that. Continue to. Uh, I just know that Mike's on board with it. I know, you know, I know how he, I know how he works. Yeah. Uh, one question for Haydad: Are you going to AEW in New Orleans on January 30th? If so, he needs to get a picture with you, the only intelligent state fan that he knows. That's from Steve and Hurley. <clears throat> I am not planning on going down there. No, I'm not going to take a day off to. To go to New Orleans for for that. You've taken days off for less fun things than that. Yeah, but I mean, a trip down to New Orleans—that's that's, that's a little pricey right after the holidays. Mm. I mean, not for a high roller like you, there, Flair. I've always thought. See, if we're going to do the wrestling thing, you have to be Flair. You're the rich guy, silver spoon born in your mouth. <laughs> I am the Dusty Rhodes. I'm the American dream. I, I I'm the son of I'm the son of an insurance salesman, if you will. I, I, I can't. I gotta be. I gotta be the common man. Russ and Tupelo, shout out to fellow Chickasaw County and Will East. Hey, Russ, I'm probably related to you. There you go. <laughs> Is everybody in Chickasaw County related? Well, everybody. Not a whole lot to do there, so yeah, probably. Uh, uh. <laughs> Which, which, yes, yes, yes that's what that means. No, <laughs> no, no keep it as packed as tightly as you can. We, we don't don't even there. think about unpacking it. King Biscuit we says that about I the naked like hugs yesterday. Godfrey. I didn't sound like Gilbert Godfrey imitating Ric Flair. He's the nature boy, Ric Flair. Mm. The most annoying voice. <laughs> uh, he would have made a great wrestling it's a fake voice, too. You know what I mean? He would have made a great wrestling yeah. manager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not even his real voice. I feel like when I impersonate Susan Waldman and her reaction to, Oh, my Roger Clemens is enjoying Steinbrenner's box of all the things that I... I feel like that's my Gilbert Godfrey impersonation. <laughs> but, it's like I'm trying to impersonate Susan Waldman, but... What? You've heard me do that before. You looked like you had no idea yeah. where I was going with that. 
I don't. I, well, I've heard the impression. I didn't know the name. I didn't know who Susan Waldman was. Yeah, she's the um, she is the radio analyst on the New York Yankees radio network. She and John Sterling have been together forever. It is, it is a pairing, brother. I, I am here to tell you that is a pair to listen to uh, describe a baseball game. If you ever happen to watch a Yankees game while listening to them, mm-hmm. and, and and I understand that that John Sterling is an icon and he's been doing it forever and you know a caricature and all of those things, but but you do, um, you you do question sometimes whether they are actually watching the same game that that you are watching, which is not necessarily what you want from your trusted local radio team. But I digress. No. Hey, I got a uh, I got a message from uh, from a longtime friend of the show uh, requesting a Mark Keenum impersonation from you. Says it's really good and it's really funny. Is it good? I I, I have my doubts about it. It's like, well, Richard, it's great to be here on the program with you today. Mississippi State University has been doing a lot of great things lately. Uh, you see, Lane Kiffin can't keep us out of his mouth for more than five seconds, and uh, I wanted to thank Lane Kiffin for bringing awareness to what all the great things we have going on at Mississippi State University. That's almost a Rick Stansberry midseason voice. The Stansberry midseason is like, well, we just, you know, the freshmen were out there, and <laughs> he, that guy would, he, by midseason, that voice was gone. So. Of all the dramatic things, of all the dramatic things I've ever seen, Roger Clemens standing right in George Steinbrenner's box, announcing he is back. Roger Clemens is a New York Yankee. <laughs> so was that Estelle Costanza? It does sound like Estelle. It is George. the uh, one and only Susan Waldman. <laughs> Coming here, you acting like J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> hey, hey, Dad, we have gotten consecutive messages from different people saying that your impersonation of Mark Keatum sounded like Hank from King of the Hill. See, my Hank Hill and my Brandon Walker are the same impression. Yeah. Well, damn it, Bobby. Oh, see in English, Bobby. Hell, you speak English. But that's also, I'm Brandon Walker. This is Barstool Sports. It's the same guy. Mm. When did Hank Hill join this show? Yeah. Oh, this is good. This is uh, this is good. Sports. Richard talk, sounded more like Edith Bunker. <laughs> Why don't you stifle yourself, Richard? Mm. I walk just in, Thursday, right? And you're treating your body like an amusement park. Sports Talk Mississippi. I laid out all of these topics to get to, and yet here we are. Let's take a timeout. We'll be right back.
news happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi news is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi news on air and online. Supertalk.fm. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Richard, speaking of impressions, yeah, we're going we're to play a clip from uh, today's, today's, yesterday's Thunder and Lightning, uh, the, the podcast. This is, we did, we, if I had to do a top four funniest moments of the year on the podcast, this is easily in there. Uh, to set it up, the question we were asked in our, our mailbag was, what would you like, a, a musical act you would like to bring to Starkville? And we brought up bringing ACDC to Starkville. So if, if Will will play the clip. We had some pork rind nachos. We didn't know what pork rind nachos were until we came to Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> I had some dirty deeds after those. They shook me all night long. <laughs> We need some TNT to blow up that toilet. <laughs> you ever heard two grown men throw up on a podcast? It's getting close here. Calm down. Well, I got good news. After hearing that, I have I have outstanding news. Not only yeah. will you be the number one podcast in Nepal at the end of the year, you're probably yeah. going to be the number one podcast with eighth graders worldwide. Congratulations yes. on that. With your toilet That's humor. A, any, your potty Any humor. demographic I can pick up, I will. I will pick it up. So, But the, somebody somebody put together an awesome-looking T-shirt for us. We, I need to make that a real thing. Okay. Of Robbie dressed as Angus Young in the schoolboy outfit, asking about pork rind nachos. It's fantastic. Hey, Will, can we get official permission from you live while on the air to uh, open a Sports Talk Mississippi merch store? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I have no power to yes. enable or this, but uh, yeah. No, no. You, you're, you, yeah, we, we, we're, it's happening now. I, th- I think you we're just enabled making it. some real money. It's been enabled. My word Would you like to nothing. help fund it? Uh, well, I'll buy some, nah, some nah, merchandise nah. from there if that helps. Okay. We're just gonna, we're just gonna go talk to to somebody who makes T-shirts, and we're gonna give them some design ideas, and it'll be up and running by the, the end of the month. As long as the they follow month. our branding scheme, I mean, I'm fine with it. You know. Well, that's where we'll figure that out when we get there. Okay. Well, no, the, the yeah, I mean, like maybe we put our branding stamp on it, but these won't. I mean, these will be in a different yeah. font. I mean. Oh no, he's got. Yeah, be we're gonna have on. some different stuff going. How are we? No, be, no, gotta be sans serif. You can't. You, you can't not do non sans serif. You'll you'll see where we're going with it. Don't worry. It's it's. There's not gonna be a lot of words, to be honest with you. We can't do cross one in the Super Talk logo. Cross yeah. one. Yeah, his jet. We're gonna do a cross one do you T-shirt. Ever oh, listen to our radio show? You don't. I do. You don't listen to the product. 
don't you try paying attention to the I'm product? He, I'm here. I'm listening. I'm listening to you. Two right of us now. could be on here every day talking about God knows what, and you're just like, what? Well, they said what? <clears throat> hey, Dad, I am looking at. Uh, so, if you're watching on Super Talk TV, you see that that ST microphone logo in the bottom left corner. Would there be any way to incorporate mm-hmm. a jet into the into that oh, logo? Yeah. yeah. That could easily be turned into a jet. Easily. Okay. So, could also be turned into a cowbell very easily, I think. I mean, I've heard bad ideas, and then I've heard what you just suggested, but good gracious. Mm. Mm. Now, could you imagine ACDC with the the cowbell when they came out on stage in Starville? That would be huge. We're going to ring the bell! Yeah! So, any sports the, happening? <laughs> the number one recruit in the country, okay. Jeremiah Smith, committed yesterday to Ohio State. I am having, I am having a little bit of trouble making words and actions dovetail into pure one hundred percent genuineness. And I could, uh, I could use your help. Jeremiah Smith publicly said all of the right things. Um, He said, my family is not just about the money, because I know that's just one thing. I know with NIL, we're going to get that. Everybody's throwing all types of money at us right now. There's just something about Ohio State that is keeping me locked in with them. I can go anywhere and chase the money, but that's not how my family raised me. They want me to go somewhere and earn it. Miami is throwing all types of money at me. Florida, just lots of schools. Ohio State, there's just something about them. I just want to go there. Well, what what is it, Jeremiah, about Ohio State that, that really stood out? The way they care about their players on and off the field. They're one of the best for their players. It's a family up there in Ohio. Thanksgiving, you know. Family. They'll have their players come over and eat with them, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's definitely a brotherhood up there in Columbus for sure. As an aside, Rice University under um, Mike Bloomfield does a full Thanksgiving meal for the entire team and any family members that want to come. They, they do like two hundred. Did Jeremiah parties. Smith know about this? He might have might have visited know, Rice. I mean, I, I can't imagine that Ohio State's doing a better Thanksgiving than, than Rice is. So I mean, maybe that would have been an option. Plus, it's uh, in the South. Yeah, and also it came down to a close call between Miami and Ohio State. But, you know, I just got to go with my gut feeling. Just go with who's developing receivers into first-rounders. So that's who I went with. So keep all of those yeah, things he, in mind. He brought, he brought two hats to the sign, the ceremony. He was literally sitting in his chair thinking about where he wanted to go, which I kind of respect, to be honest. Yeah, and, and, and reportedly made his final decision that Ohio State was the place just two minutes before actually announcing where he was going to go. Correct. That's what he said. But, so, 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 but, so set all that to the side and remember it, and then watch closely the video of him at, at signing day, where he puts on the Ohio State cap after choosing Ohio State based on their turkey and dressing, and picking up a pen and reaching down to sign his national letter of intent. And if you look really, really closely, he had a magic pen. Because the pen that he was using never actually touched the paper 
to ink his signature onto the paper. It was like it was just a prop. And then we played the waiting game. And, hey, Dad, we we were talking about this this morning. Why was it that there was a, a waiting game between his press conference and when he actually signed the document and committed to the Ohio State University? Uh, his people were going over the NIL deals to make sure everything was in writing and as it was supposed to be, with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah. But it's not about the money. Part of that deal, the money was, going to be part of that deal was what kind of meal he was going to be served at Thanksgiving. Was, that was in the deal. He wanted nope. to make sure he got extra Throw dressing. this one out. We are not having cranberry sauce, okay? You can ruin the entire meal get extra with cranberry gravy. sauce. I'll go to Miami right now if I can't get extra gravy. Your your call, Coach Day. Uh, having a little bit of fun. I, I, it, is this is this the next step, or is this just having a agents having player? to go over everything? Well, no. Is this just a unique player who had an amount of leverage that doesn't exist many places? This. He's a really good high school football player. But there are really good high school football players each and every year. There's a number one player in every class. I mean, so how much more how much more unique can he be? I mean, I'm sure he's very, very good. He'll probably be the next great Ohio State receiver in this incredible lineage they're having of them over the last five or six years. But, I mean, is he that much better than the second best receiver they could have gotten? Probably not. Yeah. Um. Do you blame Jeremiah Smith for what no? He did? No, get what you can. You only got so much time in this life to make money. Do it. Do you prefer to quietly and behind the scenes try to kind of work out your deals, or do you like something uh, a little more flashy, a little more out front? <laughs> I, 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 I would I myself would be a little more quiet, I think. But others, who I will not begrudge, maybe like it a little more flashy. So the question that I would like for you to ponder, if you, Brian Haydad, Will East, I'll even include myself, were a highly coveted recruit for a major university, and you were headed to your signing day press conference. What mode of transportation would you choose to come in and sign those papers and take those pictures and hear the polite applause for your college choice? We will uh, we'll do that. And maybe you could uh, maybe you could join in as well. What mode of transportation, if you were an elite athlete coveted by programs all over the country? would you take to your signing day announcement? Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Back with you right after this. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Ooh, I wasn't sure we were going to make it there. Tried to short out on me. Hey, Dad, you were going to be flying solo. All right. Are we all good? I think we're all good. We're going to put Will East on the hot seat to start things off. Will, you're a a highly sought-after athlete. Ooh. Lots and lots and lots of colleges want you on their campus to be the leader of their program, the face of their program. This isn't a euphemism for anything, is it? No. No, no, no. No. Okay. And uh, you are headed to go sign your national letter of intent. You're going to make your announcement. What is the mode of transportation by which you are arriving at your um, soiree? I can pick anything. Anything. Regardless of maybe whether it's street legal or not. Yes, uh, sir. I'm going with Gravedigger because there's nothing more American than football and monster trucks. And so we're going to combine the two and go with Gravedigger. <laughs> I'm not signing on signing day. I'm signing on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Grave <laughs> right. digger, not the uh, not the miracle play from uh, Alabama in the Iron Bowl, but the uh, the actual nah. monster truck. The monster grave truck. Digger. That's you a know, good. That's a good call. The one that's been that's going forever, even though there's actually like 40 models of it. You know, they got 40 different versions. Yeah, of it. yeah. I'm going with Grave Digger. I think that would get the people's attention. Um, mm. It would. I agree. You know. Cause a lot of ruckus. Plus, with my NIL money, I could probably afford to pay for some of the cars that I would inevitably hit on the way you need to, to the signing. Ceremony. You need to get some. Uh, you need to get some cars lined up with like all of your rival schools yes. painted on there, and just <laughs> go over them on your way to signing. You have the whole schedule. You know the the next year's yeah, exactly. Schedule. Like, let's go. Yeah. Uh, hey, Dad, what about you? What is your chosen mode of transportation? Can I get a parade thrown in my honor and I, I'm on a float and the float takes me to the uh, the signing day? Can that happen? I mean, the float is me, by the way. It's a big paper mache of me, like, waving. <laughs> so, so you mean like a ride-on float, not one of the inflatable balloons that all the people have to hold? No, the not a balloon. From Although if I, could get a, if I could get a Macy's... If I get a Macy's Day balloon of myself, I would go for that too. To be honest with you, I'll ride next to Santa in the uh, in the Christmas parade. Some, some booster who you? If not that, I, I'm going. Uh, I'm going helicopter. Cords, you go I want, flying up in the air. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming in on a chopper. No, you're not allowed to say that. Pick a car, man. Not allowed to say a chopper. You're not allowed to say. I can't, a chopper. I can't come in check, on a chopper. Yeah, check your uh, check your Twitter DMs because I just sent you mine. Um, all right, so, so I thought about a bunch of things. I, I thought about channeling my inner Greg Knox and uh, just showing up on a four-wheeler. <laughs> I, I, I thought like about... How, I like how I can't pick, by the way. I didn't get. I don't have a Twitter DM from you, by the way. I, uh, I It's from Sports Talk Mississippi. I, I thought about channeling my inner Richard Cross, host of Sports Talk Mississippi, and saying, I mean, of course I'd show up in a Ford F-150 from Belk Ford on Highway 6 West in Oxford. <laughs> I, I thought about channeling um, my love of the outdoors and saying we're doing, like, John Deere 5150 open cab tractor, clean. But ultimately, I landed on something far splashier than that. I want to go with the Bell 525 hmm. Relentless. What is that? I don't know what that is. Google it. This helicopter is unbelievable. 
Oh, so you wanted the helicopter. That's yes, why I, I can't already, have it. I had already chosen the helicopter. You could not take that. I was going to go with Airwolf. Ugh. Google the Bell 525 Relentless. It's got, like, these tall, swivel leather chairs. There's six of them in the cabin of it. Oh, my that Lord. Would be making That's an awful. entrance. Is that not cool? How much does that run you? Uh, a few mil. No, no, no price listed, but my guess is if you have to ask, you can't afford it. So, uh, like Richard would show up and cross one. Well, no, you, but but you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. I would fly to the local FBO and land there in cross one, and then right. would be airlifted right, right. in the Bell Five Twenty Five to the location of the press conference. Look, it's, it's, it's a oh, multi-faceted yeah. thing. Obviously, what we're talking about uh, comes from a uh, a tweet yesterday, and that is a uh, a tweet of Dion Smith the newly announced Ole Miss wide receiver, showing up to his signing day press conference in a Lamborghini. Hey, Dad, it was about, what, 8.30, maybe a little bit before that last night when it popped on Twitter, maybe maybe 8 o'clock. And that, that sounds right, yeah. I, I was getting Obi kind of settled in for bed, and we were about to start reading, and I, I was waiting on him to brush his teeth and you know do all his bedtime stuff and, and was kind of sitting there and just scrolling through my phone. I was like... Oh, no, he didn't. He just showed up in a Lamborghini. Now, you, and, you didn't see him actually drive it. You just see you see him getting out of it. So I don't know whether he actually drove it there. There's no, I haven't seen any footage of him drive. Have you seen any footage of him driving it? No, no, I have not. Um, I'm, I'm just going with 2 plus 2 equals 4, and I'm, I'm assuming that he did. If not, I mean, that's quite the prop for just a photo op. <laughs> it worked. It certainly got a lot of traction, um, and the the funniest part was it's like, what are my kids learning in school these days? And and so Obi climbs into bed. And we're getting ready to read. And I'm like, hey, check this out. He and he looked at it. He goes, "Is that a Lambo?" I was like, "Yes, yes, it is." As a matter of fact, yeah. So uh, thought it was pretty cool. Uh, some of your chosen modes of transportation on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. I'm pulling up in, or should I say, coming down in a tandem parachute. What, didn't we have a – wasn't there a player that did that, that a couple years ago? video a couple years ago. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah, yeah. Certainly was. Uh, Dwayne and Brandon, why not ride in on a white horse? <laughs> I'm coming in the new car that they bought my mother. That's from Dave. <laughs> well played. No, your mother bought the car, technically. The paperwork's in her name. Uh, Mike says he's using Cross One. Okay. A lot of assuming here. Uh, how about this one? I'm coming in. in... Like, like you just let people use it. I mean, I, 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 I've asked like ten times. Cotton Combine or Piggyback. Right. Now, can we talk about what kind of a flex it would be? By the way, we're talking about either a cotton picker or a combine, not a cotton combine. I don't think they make those. Um, so can we talk about the flex that it would be if you rolled up in a brand-new combine or a brand-new cotton picker to your signing day? Because you just think a Lamborghini's expensive? <laughs> yeah. Have you, want, have you yeah, priced wanna... a new cotton picker in green paint in the last? I, you know, I... that may be a seven-figure vehicle right there. I don't remember. uh the what exactly the name of the piece of machinery was, but last year when Borky and I did that remote at the uh, Farm Bureau uh, 
at the at the at the convent at the ag center. Right, right. They had some sort of million some million dollar piece of tractor equipment. There we go. I'll show up in that. If you're signing with Mississippi State, come on. <laughs> this guy you said, show up in a million dollar John Deere. OJ's Bronco were wearing one glove. Jeez. Um, That's rough. John says he'd roll into signing day on a bicycle. He said I would endear myself to the common fans and let them know that the NIL money will not be wasted. There you go. Uh, CC in Cenotopia, Ford F-150 with dirty tires, and afterward I'd get a brand new one with clean tires. There you go. Uh, we, got, we got some numbers here. A Bell 525 is $20 million to buy or three to 4000 an hour to rent. That's reasonable. Uh, somebody said they'd pull up in a semi. That's, the, that's not a terrible idea. Uh, Donald in Oxford, new cotton pickers running one point two million. There you go. I mean, it's like a really big computer on wheels now. And I think the last time I, I sat in a cotton picker, so Obi was younger, and, and I took him to a buddy of mine's farm in the, in the Delta. Uh, they were harvesting. And, yeah, he got to get up in the cotton picker and whatever. And at that point, that's probably been, let's see, he is 11 now. He's it's probably been six years ago. And I think they were running about eight eight fifty at that point, brand new. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So, what's your reaction to Deion Smith showing up in a Lamborghini? Cool, fun, great, yeah. terrible idea. It's fun. It's cool. It's fun. Now you know. Ten years ago, that would have been a terrible idea. <laughs> Ten years ago, you might as well just tell the NCAA to come on down. But now, yeah, why not? I don't think he bought a Lambo. I think he probably got it from a dealership or something. Then they set something up with him because it's because almost that thing where they had the photo shoots with those mm-hmm. those cars. So probably something similar to that. But it's cool. So you don't think he dropped three hundred on a brand new Lamborghini? I don't think he dropped three hundred on a brand new Lamborghini. If he did, more power to him though. Will, is there anywhere in Jackson you can right get a Lamborghini? Really? Yep. Wow. I'll see them every day. You ever taken one for a test drive? No. They, I think it's by appointment only. Okay. <laughs> Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll wrap up the first hour. With Make you an appointment. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. This show was previously recorded. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Welcome back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalk TV. We did get a good message during the break from uh, Big Daddy in Loosedale. Said that uh, he would show up to his signing day press conference in the Budweiser wagon behind the Clydesdales. That's good. That's a good choice. Pretty strong. Which sent Will East down a bit of a rabbit hole. Will, you, you came up with a new plan. Yes, my new plan is it depends on which school I am committing to. To okay. endear myself to the fans and the yeah. to the people that are giving to this NIL deal. For instance, if I was to commit to Alabama, I would show up on an elephant with a speaker system attached, playing Sweet Home Alabama as I roll up. Uh, if it was Georgia Tech, I would be riding in the Rambling Wreck. If it was Oklahoma, I'd be on the Sooner Schooner. If it was Florida State, I'd be on Renegade, me and Chief Osceola throwing the spear. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? USC, oh, I'm on the chariot with the sword. I guess you could be inside a Trojan horse. On Traveler. Um, what about if you chose Colorado? Well, Would you I don't attempt know if, to ride Ralphie? I don't know legally if that's possible. I'm sure it is. I'm sure you could ride a buffalo. Can't you ride a buffalo? What if it was LSU? So there used to be this guy in in Baton Rouge who drove a. Uh, I don't think that's tiger, where Haydad was going. Tiger stripe painted uh, Lambo. So if I couldn't get that one, then I would do something with Mike the Tiger. I don't know what I would do. Are you just gonna like saddle up and ride on Mike the Tiger's back? I don't know. You know, I'm like, sure that'll go well. I don't know something. It'd, it'd come up with something. Okay. Me on top of the cage as they pull it around. Committing to Campbell. University, that'd be great. Ooh, get a camel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ride a camel. And signing day is on a Wednesday. Hope day, oh, okay. yeah. Hope day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you go to Texas A and M, you could go with, like get all the milkmen to like hold you up on like what, like all the Egyptian things, yeah. you know? Like you're the queen of Sheba. Yeah. If yeah, I, if I can yeah, just have the milkmen. If I commit to, to SMU, I would I would borrow Eric Dickerson's gold. Uh, what was it called? Hey, Dad, what was the car called? The Trans A&M. Trans A&M, what? <laughs> yeah, they called it the Trans A&M. The Trans A&M. Because A&M paid for it, but he went to SMU. <laughs> uh, David says you better not commit to Texas. I think the point is he doesn't think riding Bevo is the best plan. No. Nah, you show up on a train if, if you commit to Old Miss? Or? Well, I mean, Ole Miss has a a plethora of options. I mean, you got the shark, you got the bear, you got, you know, there's just tape there's any... a shark to a to, to a <laughs> Cadillac. Jim McElwain all, right. all over again, two days in a row. It just we're, won't stop. We're right back. We're right back there. We're going shark hunting. Oh, Mike says Oklahoma State save a horse, ride a cowboy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Once again, you need to read the, the text before the texts come through. You need you oh, need I, to just give us a little something there. I did. I did. I don't know. My mind I never believed live you. in the gutter quite like yours does. Hey, Dad. I mean, it says "Ride a Cowboy." I mean, what do you what do you what do you think that song's about? I'm going to tell you, it's not about transportation. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I mean, I don't know what I don't know what you want. Ay ay ay. There's this very defined line, and hey, Dad, you just you just insist I'm just on here. crossing I'm just, it over and I over haven't crossed and anything. Over. I haven't crossed anything. 
The FCC is like, he's fine. Hey, yesterday uh, when we got finished on Sports Talk Mississippi, Brian Haydad hosted Thunder and Lightning, the radio version. I did. And uh, he had Chad Bumpus, new wide receivers coach, on at Mississippi State as a guest. We will bring that to you later in the show. We've got our PTG Outdoors fishy line of the week coming up. And I have a question that I want to ask when we come back and start the 4 o'clock hour. News happens fast. There's a lot to take in and a lot to hear from all across the Magnolia State. And the foremost spot for Mississippi News is supertalk.fm. Your Mississippi News. On air and online. supertalk.fm. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today.
This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, uh, you guys have been. You got to push that button there, Richard. You got to push the button. It was the slide, actually. I pulled it down. I was eating some chips through the break, and I thought it was kind of rude to be crunching in Will's ear, and so I slid it down. What? If we had a count of food eaten on this this show, the 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 margin by which you would dominate is is frightening. Like that's what I'm saying. I, I never am eating in here. Very, very rarely do I have anything to eat in here. You guys have both been inside of a Bass Pro Shop before, right? Yeah, of course. I've been yeah. inside the a pyramid shaped Bass Pro yeah. Shop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they 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 all feel about the same on the inside. They've all got the fish tanks, right? You've seen the fish tanks inside Bass Pro Shop. Mm-hmm. You guys know that. In the holiday season, there is undisputable evidence that theft goes up, whether it's, you know, home burglary, shoplifting, etc. This takes it to a new level. A Florida man, Florida police are searching for a man. Good start. (laughs) Florida police are searching for a man who, quote, caught, close quote, with a net, a 50-pound tarpon from a Bass Pro Shops fish tank. The Lee County Sheriff's Department, Sheriff's Office, that's just north of Naples, that's Fort Myers area, is searching for a suspect who walked off with a tarpon in a fishing net. The store employee said, Somebody came up to me holding a scale of a tarpon and said, look, somebody just stole a tarpon. I couldn't believe it, honestly. I don't understand why they do that. It was just so shocking to me that somebody would stoop low enough to do that. And there is video. This looks like a um, either a, a teenager or perhaps someone in their, their young 20s wearing a, uh, a wide-brim cap and they got, like, tennis shoes and black pants and a T-shirt on. They got a big old net that they scooped down in the fish tank at Bass Pro Shop and scooped up a 50-pound tarpon and then just carried it through the store. And nobody stopped them. And so now the Sheriff's Department is searching. A Florida man. I guess that's a good start, yeah. I mean... I don't even know where to go. Did they have nothing else to do that day? I've heard about stuff like this before. That's not the first time somebody has invaded the uh, the, the 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 aquarium or whatever you want to call it, the fish tank at the Bass Pro at a various Bass Pro shops. I feel like it's almost there as a dare. <laughs> <laughs> and and no. then the sheriff's department gets involved. Look, hey, oh yeah, you, got, you know that's most dares do. Fans. Yeah. 
you got a lot of Ole Miss mm-hmm. fans that are headed to Atlanta for the Peach Bowl here in a few days. Yeah. You know, you've got the, the world-famous Georgia Aquarium, home of the yeah, Blue Whales. Birmingham. Yeah. So. If Atlanta, Georgia can have yeah. Beluga Whales, Birmingham, Alabama can have Beluga Whales. Thank you, Mayor Langford. Um, I got aspirations for this city. So what if you what if you took your net with you and tried to try to get a beluga whale? Head to the Peach Bowl, just scoop a beluga whale out and take it home. Well, you know, you probably need you probably need a whale a net that's attached to a crane. If I had to guess, maybe, maybe. that's not one where you can just scoop him up. You know, I don't know man, you, you you get so caught up in details sometimes. I'm a planner. You are that. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi yeah. with what is an average. Will, what's the average weight of a beluga whale? I know that's what you're looking up right now. I'm not. He is. I was trying he's, to find the video right there. with this guy. I will. Uh, I'll send you the post. You can. You can check it out. What is the average weight of a beluga? Two thousand four hundred to three thousand five hundred pounds for the males, and then the females are fifteen hundred to twenty six hundred. Mm. I need a couple of guys. Do you think the 2,600-pound female beluga whales have a complex in comparison to the 1,500-pound female beluga whales? Or I think it's probably the other way around. I think it's the other way around. It's the skinny ones that are like, what's wrong with you? Huh? Put some weight on, why don't you? We're whales, for God's sakes. Mm. Will is like, what have I gotten into? Will this week ever end? Four eleven. Hey, Dad can't go on vacation fast enough. I tell you, four eleven. <laughs> Pearl River Resort Studio with you. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Course. Today would have been a great day to be on the golf course. I'm talking fantastic day to be on the golf course. If I had been in Philadelphia today, and uh, Pearl River Resort had been close to me, I would have. I would have done that. Might have done that in Oxford. Certainly would have done that at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can as well. DancingRabbitGolf.com. It's where you book your tee time. You can plan your trip. Not too late. If you need to get a gift certificate for someone, you can call them up, and they will help you out for that golfer in your life. Dancing Rabbit Golf, part of Pearl River Resort. The C Spire text line is open, 601-879-4395. Give your business the edge with gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business. Again, 601-879-4395. That is the C Spire text line. Florida man said he was hungry. They like to steal seafood. Yes, they do. No fish nor shark is safe from Florida man. Jeff and Pontotac. No one is safe. Literally no one. Um, Jeff and Pontotac said, that didn't look like a 50-pounder to me. Well, look, man, I didn't have a scale that I could attach to the tweet and verify it. I'm just going by what the report said. <laughs> I'm going to weigh this tweet. Tarpon are pretty dense. Don't you know that? I just Very completely firm made fish. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I've never eaten tarpon. I've never eaten tarpon. No. Yeah. So. yeah. Looks like it would be a dense fish, though, like a halibut. I mean, is is, is there nothing states. else to do in the state of Florida besides use recreational no, no, drugs she, and then commit crimes? That's why you're wrong. It's 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 the, the use recreational drugs thing is is correct, but then 
at that point, the world's your oyster, man. They just come up with stuff. The stuff is not necessarily crime sometimes. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just weird. We used to yeah. do this thing called Dumb Crook News, and we literally came up with a rule where just you can't do all Florida stories because every day it was just a plethora of Florida Dumb Crook News, and it would be weird stuff people yeah. would get arrested for. And so we had to come up with a rule just because we do like three or four a day. You can't do back to back. Then eventually, just you can do one Florida man story per day. Um, so we got somebody on the text line who brought it up here, but there, it's a fun game to play uh, if you Google Florida man and your birthday, and you can see oh. what story about Florida man came. So here's me, um, Florida man, seventy six, pleads guilty to lewd act touching woman on flight. <laughs> Donald Robinson of Bonita Springs faces up to 90 days in prison. <laughs> All right, so, mine is, mine, my birthday is November 16th. F- Florida man arrested after giving unauthorized massage at rehab center. <laughs> An unauthorized, at a rehab center. You think you're going in there for an authorized massage? And it's not, it's no, not, I, I think, it's I think unauthorized. It's like, I think it's a drug rehab center. <laughs> Oh, even worse. What do you got, Richard? Yeah, Richard, what's your birthday? I, I, I have it pulled up he right here. He doesn't want to read it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Blood-soaked Florida man on bicycle arrested for forcing potato chips on eight-year-old boy. That was from November 5th, 2013. <laughs> he tried to force... First off, how... How messed up do you have to be? Yeah, it's like normally you offer potato chips to an eight-year-old boy. They're like, yeah, great, thanks. But when the person offering them is blood-soaked, then you can't can't do so much. This past November, November 5th, 2023, Florida man charged with 27 counts for slashing tires claims he's being demonized. (laughs) (laughs) I got from November 30th, 2018, Florida man loses his shorts while breaking into a car dealership. (laughs) Florida man found by deputies cradling women he ran over with a minivan. (laughs) What? Some of these are are sad. Well, yeah. (laughs) At at their core, they're all sad, to be honest with you. Well, yes. Uh, Florida man with McLovin license plate takes cops on 110 mile per hour motorcycle chase in a 45 mile per hour zone. It just says McLovin. Oh, that's gold, Jerry. Coming up next, we will go to the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the whole Get his team. birthday. Mississippi Farm Bureau. who enter the portal this fall will be eligible to play at their new school next year without a waiver. Floodgates are officially open. Anybody that you have picked up in the transfer portal over the last couple of years, even though they have already transferred, they are free to go anywhere they want. This feels... 
Crazy. Well, Crazy. I mean, just buckle up, because now it's just going to be... I mean, it is the freest of free agency at this point. There is nothing holding anybody to 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 wherever they are. Probably not. We're probably not too far away from in season transfers. From what happening and in season transfers? Yeah, just where like you're 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 at Ole Miss, couple games in, and you're. I think we're not too far away from it though. Mm. I think that you're gonna you know couple games in, you're like I'm not happy about this. Reach out to Mississippi State. Yeah, we've got a spot for you. Get him enrolled. Get him in classes. Transfer everything over. Get on the field. Ross says there are two caveats. He says, one, it remains unclear if fall sport athletes who enter the spring portal will be eligible next fall. That's according to sources at the NCAA. And the other caveat, he says, those entering the fall portal need to meet academic requirements to play next year, and those requirements could change at the NCAA convention next month. Well, to me, that says right there, that's something that would not hold up in court. If you had a rule that allowed them to transfer, and then you change the requirements, they're not going to be able to hold them ineligible. You, you think that we're not far from being able to see in-season transfers. To me, the issue with that is you can't leave one school and enroll in another school in the middle of the semester. And you do have to be academically eligible to transfer. And, mm-hmm. and be immediately eligible. So mm-hmm. unless there's a way around that, I'm not sure that I see that happening. You know what the most interesting thing, though, that I've seen come up? Kind of going back to the same logic that was used when the judge asked the NCAA, are these student-athletes employees? And without hesitation... The NCAA said, no, they are not employees. And the judge said then, well, why are you holding them to a non-compete? And the NCAA was like, uh, well, you see, what had happened was... Uh, they don't have any answers. They don't have an answer for that. So, what is to keep someone from challenging the number of years in which you are eligible to compete? That's coming. That's another one. What, why, why are you only allowed four years of eligibility? If you are enrolled and making progress yeah, toward academic, a degree. If you're in academic good standing, you should be able to pile up degrees. I mean, think about, let's say, I'm trying to think of a, of a college quarterback who was a good, let's say Nick Fitzgerald. Okay. All right? Nick Fitzgerald was a good good college quarterback, but not an NFL quarterback, Right. Right. If he if he was playing in this day and age of college football, what would be stopping him from maybe getting his master's and staying on for a fifth year, a sixth year at Mississippi State, and then doing a grad transfer to somewhere else and and making NIL money the whole time? You know, probably could, could, could clear seven figures over a two, three, four year process, and then by the time you're you know twenty six, twenty seven, you call it a career, you can go on about your business, and you've got a great nest egg saved. Up. Yeah, you're right. That's probably the next thing. Let, let me let me throw a different one at you. Huh? And this is probably not reality because he believed he was an NFL quarterback. But knowing what he knows now, what if Tim Tebow had had a crystal ball? And oh my like, gosh, you know, he could have made I'm so much money. NFL, can can you? What if Tim Tebow decided to play college football still for be ten there. years? He'd still be there. He'd still be playing football. What are you talking about, Ted? He'd still be on the team. 
could 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 still be playing football at Florida, making six doctorates, a million, million and a half a year, year after year after year. I mean, so yeah, retire mm-hmm. when you're twenty eight, having had made having made six figures for the last decade. I mean, what about a Will Rogers? What if you look at Will Rogers? And not an NFL quarterback, but it worked in the Washington offense. What if Washington could just sustain Will Rogers at quarterback for for the next three years? It's a crazy thought, but it's not so crazy. Maybe that not it might that crazy. Not happen. Yeah, that's your college football fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. Coming up next, Food Friday.
I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. Lawmakers will gavel in tomorrow at noon with electing a new speaker as one of the top items on the to-do list. Republicans met in late November and went ahead and put their full support behind Speaker Pro Tem Jason White. We don't have a lot of excuses. If we don't do something on certain issues, whatever they are, you can't say you don't have the votes. You better have a different excuse because voters and taxpayers are expecting some things to, to happen this session and over the next four years. and, and you know, we're going we're gonna to find out who's where. With the GOP supermajority in the House, White should be a shoe-in as the state's first new speaker in 12 years. Manly Barden of Moss Point is expected to replace him as Speaker Pro Tem. As of now, we do not know who the Democratic nominee will be. Keep up with the speaker race and everything legislative session at supertalk.fm. Join Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, every Saturday from 10 till noon as he broadcasts live from the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation studio. Whether you're looking to learn a trade or expand your skills, contact MCEF today. Celebrate the new year all weekend long at Pearl River Resort during our $39,000 giveaway. Drawings will take place each night on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. At 7 and 9 p.m., two winners each receive $2,024 in bonus bet. And at 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home $5,024 in cash. Cheers to 2024 at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. Must be 21 or older to play. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi continues. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This show was previously recorded. This show was previously recorded. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Our D-I-V-O-R-C becomes
call him Little J O E? Yeah. <sighs> one one last thing on this, and then we'll move on. No no more no more Florida State lawsuit talk after uh, after this. We've got basketball to preview this week. We've got bowl games that are happening this weekend. We got Food Friday, a lot of fun stuff. But this is this is from Florida State's lawsuit. Uh, suffice it to say, they are not sending Christmas cards to the new incoming members of the ACC. The ACC's hotly contested vote last September to add three new members, instead of increasing the value of its existing members' media rights, will further dilute these values and diminish the ACC's already deemed inadequate, quote, strength of schedule, close quote, rating going forward. This will necessarily handicap ACC members vying for a position in future CFPs against peers from the other Power Four conferences, including peers with inferior one-loss records. Case in point. Perhaps the most... <laughs> this is... This is... Perhaps the most telling me- metric of the lack of media cachet those new ACC members carry, one has forfeited all media payments otherwise do it as a member of the ACC, while the other two forfeited approximately 66% of that payout for the next several years. In sum, the ACC has negotiated itself into a self-described existential crisis, rendered itself fiscally unstable, and substantially undermined its members' capacity to compete at the elite level. In doing so, the ACC violated the contractual, fiduciary, and legal duties it owed its members. Pointing out that these new members were so inadequate that one is taking no money, and the other two are taking a third of what everybody else is getting. There's there's some humor in this. It's not not just legalese. Oh goodness, what a mess! When you wake up uh, on Christmas morning and you're opening your presents, you can uh, consider being if you're an Ole Miss or Mississippi State fan, consider being a fan of a school that is in the SEC. A Christmas present. <laughs> you're not dealing with this in the SEC. Goodness gracious. Wow. Wow. Um, did you do a bowl pick'em? I know we didn't on the show, but did you I did. With, with friends? I did. I did. Who did you have in uh, last night's game between USF and Syracuse? Well, I sure hope I had uh, USF. Let me let me double check. I feel like I did. I, I know I took the uh, Scrolling, scrolling. Yes, yes, I had the Bulls, yes. That was an easy pick, yeah. They, they were both 6-6 six and six going into the game. The game was being played in Boca Raton. One of the teams had a new first-year head coach and a team that had shown promise this year, and the other team fired its coach and its starting quarterback was out. It felt like USF made sense. I don't know that I anticipated that South Florida was going to beat them 45 to nothing. No. Wow. Do you watch any of that game? A little bit. I watched. I watched a good bit of it, and it was just they just dominated them. It was crazy. It, it was. It was like watching 
an SEC versus FCS kind of game. But it was a bowl game. Didn't the uh, starting tight end start at quarter or play quarterback? Yes. Yes. <laughs> he had number eighty nine at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which is not generally what you would describe as a great situation. That's <laughs> not a good sign. No. No. I mean, the Saints have done that. Yeah, well, the Saints aren't a great situation either. <laughs> yeah, Saints Saints finished in second place in their game last night. We can yeah. we can discuss that further if uh, if you would like. You got one bowl game coming up. No, we're good. Fine. The... Uh, yeah, Borky would be so mad at me if I if I picked on him today about the Saints. Well, Borky would be mad at you about literally anything you said. So, Saints or otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. This show was previously recorded. Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports. Talk Mississippi and a little something extra. Playing yeah in the Pearl River Resort Studio, Pearl River Resort, home of entertainment. Learn about everything that's happening at Pearl River Resort at their website, PearlRiverResort.com, or do yourself a favor, just visit them. Stop by in person, whether it's uh, the Gold Moon or the Silver Star or one of the live events, or when it's a little bit warmer than it is right now, the water park. The hey, I cannot wait for it to warm up to get back to the lazy river. His favorite mm-hmm. thing, the banana hammock. You, know you want to. And the endless there it is. in the lazy river. You knew it was coming. You I did. knew it I was did. coming. Um, let's get now, into a little college that. football fix. The College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Holiday sales event going on. Good savings. Great time to get into a new Ford before the year comes to an end. BuyFordNow.com. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. All right, so let's unpack a little bit of what's going on with this Florida State story. Florida State's Board of Trustees has called a special board meeting for Friday morning. While no official reason has been given for the meeting, sources indicate to ESPN that the board is expected to discuss its long-term athletics future. It was announced on Thursday. It's three weeks after the Seminoles became the first undefeated Power 5 team to be left out of the college football playoff. They are expected to talk about, among other things, how the heck to get out of the ACC. They must vote on any action that the school decides to take, including a possible challenge to the grant of rights. So, again, let's go through this just for a second. Any ACC school that wants to leave the conference would have to challenge the grant of rights. 
And if you've heard that term a million times but you're not entirely sure what it is, it is simply each school in a given league saying to the conference office, we turn our television rights over to you to negotiate on our behalf the best media deal that you can get for the entire league. That's how it works. And so all of the current members of the ACC signed over a grant of rights exclusively to ESPN, and that deal runs through 2036. We are about to turn the calendar over to 2024. That means there are 12 years remaining, and starting this coming year, both the Big Ten and the SEC will begin their new television deal and the ACC is projected to, starting this next coming year, be operating at a $30 million deficit in comparison to those two leagues. As a one-off, it's probably not the end of the world. When it is a decade plus a couple of years, that's a lot for the ACC schools to swallow. The gap is just going to grow. That initial $30 million could very easily turn into... 40 or 50 million by the time 2036 rolls around annually. Annually. Florida State has been the most outspoken. There were seven schools that got together this past summer and talked about what can we do. Those seven schools were Clemson, Miami, North Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and NC State. No word as to whether or not NC State called North Carolina POS is in that meeting or if that was just in the locker room. And, of course, Florida State was the seventh of the schools. The ACC modified its distribution model during the offseason, largely because Florida State pushed so hard for it, where they made it merit-based for postseason revenue. So the more successful you are, the more money you get. But then you've got these crazy statements. University President Richard McCullough made it clear that the school would, quote, very seriously, close quote, consider leaving the league. Peter Collins, the chairman of their board of trustees, said, quote, they will not, um, the grant of rights, quote, will not be the document that keeps us from taking action, close quote. But here's the, here's the problem. Chase asked the question on the ceasefire text line, but where would they go? Where would Florida State? Let's say they are successful, that they negotiate something. Hey, Dad, they pay the $120 million of the conference for an exit fee. Let's say they negotiate another $100 million or so to get their grant of rights back. All right, so that means Florida State's got to come up with $220 million just to leave. If you're going to do that, you better have a landing spot. Are you sure that the SEC is interested in you? Because we live in the SEC world, and we're not sure that the SEC has any interest in Florida State, much less enough interest to say, come on down. Is the Big Ten? That's that's where I would think it makes more sense, right? Because you can get into Florida. If we're talking about television sets, talking about wanting to get more eyes on the product, getting into the South, getting a, getting Florida. You got California, now you can get Florida. 
That's that the Florida State to the Big Ten makes more sense than Florida State to the SEC. Other than the absurdity of you have conference members in California, Washington State, Oregon, yes. Michigan, Illinois, yes. Indiana, yes. New Jersey, Massachusetts, New Jersey. the Carolinas, Virginia, Georgia. I heard um West Durham in an interview this morning point out, and, and I was not aware of this, makes sense, I guess, because of the cities in which the ACC schools reside, the ACC has more top 50 TV markets than any other conference. What do you think about it? they got, they got Miami, they've got Atlanta, they've got Boston. They claim New York, although that's a little far-fetched because Rutgers, New York market, whatever. They've got Detroit. They've got East Lansing. I don't know what kind of market that is. Probably not top 50. You've got Washington, D.C., Charlottesville. I mean, there are a lot of good markets. But somebody said, who in Georgia is Big Ten? Not Big Ten, ACC. Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody in Georgia is in the current Big Ten. My apologies. I was thinking about Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech's ACC, and I was kind of blending the two together. My bad. Um, somebody said, didn't the SEC make an offer to Florida State years ago, and FSU turned it down? Yeah, in 92. But the Bobby, Bobby Bowden now. thought no, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a little different scenario now than it was then. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy to look back on the bad decisions about conference affiliation through mm-hmm. the years? Mm-hmm. I mean, Tulane's decision to leave Tulane the SEC, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, yeah, Sewanee, and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech leaves because their coach didn't like Bear Bryant. Basically, just didn't like him. So Bobby Dodd didn't like cost, Bear Bryant. Yeah. So basically, that cost Georgia Tech hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars. Hmm. And relegated them to second tier status in their own state. Yeah. Forever and ever. Yeah. Somebody said uh, Big Ten might as well take over the Conference USA name. Please let FSU die on the vine. Now, let me ask you this. Hey, Dad. Would the SEC or the Big Ten be spiteful enough to string FSU along and make them think that they have a place, but tell them, I mean, you got to get out of your league first. Let them get out of this grant of rights deal and then go, oh, no, we're good. So as to let a, oh. so as to let a power neuter itself? Miami would be really happy if that happened. I feel like Miami feels like they could split the state with Florida and be okay. Gosh, uh, I don't think that would happen. I don't think that it would. But that would be some hardcore cold. You know, I didn't watch. I didn't watch Succession, but uh, that feels like something that would happen on that show. Um, we get a message that says back in the '80s, the legendary Memphis sports talk radio host George Lapidus said that the University of Memphis, which was Memphis State at the time, should pay the SEC whatever it takes to get in the conference. He was not wrong. But I don't even think that in the 80s that would have been of interest to the SEC.
But it says, don't string them along, just don't take them. How does Notre Dame do media rights? Well, it's a combination. Their football media rights are standalone. They do their own deal there with NBC. And then they have a, uh, an agreement to compete in all other sports in the ACC, with the exception of hockey, in which they compete in the Big Ten. A little bit convoluted, but Notre Dame has carved itself out quite the niche. That's your college football fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealer. This show was previously recorded. Super Talk Mississippi. Introducing to you Sports Talk Mississippi. We're back on Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Will Easton for Michael Borka. Yesterday on Thunder and Lightning on the radio, Brian Haydad visited with Mississippi State wide receivers coach Chad Bumpus. On the Farm Bureau guest line, my good friend Chad Bumpus, wide receivers coach at Mississippi State. You're, you, I, tried, I texted you earlier today. Were you busy or something? I mean, nonstop. <laughs> it's been a it's been a, a whole show. So, but yeah, no, we've been going. How's it go? How's everything, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to talk to you. Let's let's talk about before signing day. Let's talk about the time between, uh, you know, when Zach Arnett was let go and then Jeff Levy comes in. You know, you're a first year head coach, a first year assistant coach here at Mississippi State. Your alma mater. This is where you were trying to get back to. What was the conversation like with Coach Lebby where he let you know, we want to keep you on staff here for, for, for my tenure as well? It was really easy, actually. So the first day we talked, he, had, he just called me. I think we had a scheduled staff meeting at like 9. He was like, hey, let's get together at 8. Let's get up. Let's talk about some recruiting. And so, uh, I mean, we had a couple different conversations before he even told me. So I'm just like, all right, mm-hmm. here we go. And then when he finally told me, he was like, yeah, so uh, you're staying on, so let's go to work. And it was that simple. <laughs> I, I know you had to appreciate that because Absolutely. Just, I, I, I know you wanted to stay. So yeah, that, that was good news. And I think it was imp- it was important for Mississippi State to keep some coaches from, from the old staff just to bridge the gap. And, and I asked Coach Lubby about that this afternoon. He described your role as, and, he, and this is a quote, he said, crucial to what you guys were able to pull off today in terms of signing day. And for me, with you, it starts with that receiver group. You've got three in the boat right now. You've got a couple more hopefully coming down down the pipe. J.J. Harrell is the ringleader of this class, and he's a guy that when he committed Chad, I thought, okay, he's a receiver, right? There's going to be drama with him. I know who you guys are. And there never was. This guy led your class the whole way. Just tell us about your relationship with J.J. Harrell and and what kind of of player he's going to be. He has been unbelievable. Obviously, we all know it. We see it. Um, But just like the the maturity deal, and when we talked, because he had been committed to Tennessee, and when we talked, I talked with Coach Montgomery over when he was at North Panola, and he was like, listen, if you're going to do this now, if we're going to do this, this is it. We're not going to play these games. He said, Coach, this is where I want to be. My family's Mississippi State. We got a great relationship. I'm locked in. And he has been that since since the day we had that conversation. So he's been awesome, man. And, again, you, you have to love the, the fact that he loves Mississippi State and he wants this place to be as good as it can be. He's helped us recruit as much as anybody. Um, and then you talk about him as a player. It's, I mean, there's so much untapped potential that he – I mean, he's he, great size. He can run. He's got great ball skills, great hands, runs really good routes. And, again, the, the craziest part about it is he's really raw. 
Like there's so much room for growth, so I'm excited about it. And he gets he graduates early, so he'll be here for spring ball, which is going to be huge for him um, and his development. So we couldn't be happier, man. We I think we got us one with him. Is he a guy that if he comes in with the right mindset and the right attitude, you could see him working his way into being a big contributor this fall? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He's got all the ability, and like I told him, um, with you, it's not about can you do it. It's all right. Are you, how fast do you pick up the playbook? How fast do you do you get used to the speed at this level? Um, learning the small details, but ability-wise, there's no doubt about it. So um, now I get to be coach, you know, and I get, it's my job to get him ready. And as long as he's willing to work like he's been able to do, well, there'll be no issues. Then you pick up uh, a receiver from the state of Alabama, Mario Craver. I, I see speed when I see him. I see yes. I see a guy who can take small plays and turn them into big plays. And, you know, we've been we talking about this offense and, and the term score from far. feels like he's a guy who can do that for you. Oh, yeah. He's one of those guys. Now, you put the ball in his hands and he makes you a better coach. Um, he's a guy we've been on for a while. Uh, even with the last that we had been in constant communication with him, um, we got close to getting him to jump in a couple of times, but it finally happened. And again, he's a guy, man. He can in the return game, like he does so many good things with the ball in his hands. Just put the ball in, give him the ball, and let him go. So excited about him, uh, his, his flexibility. Obviously, you look at him, you think slot receiver, but with that speed, you could put him outside too. So he's a guy who, um, again, gets here early, so he'll be able to go through spring ball and uh, get accustomed to it and get rolling. And then you picked up uh, another guy just a few minutes ago, actually, right right before the show came on the air. Uh, you, you flip a guy from Stanford, Ricky Johnson. Uh, I know that his recruitment was kind of you know sort of hush hush over the past few weekends. When did he pop up on the radar for you, and and what does he bring to Starkville? Um, again, Ricky's a guy that we saw. I mean, when I first got here, really, um, not a whole lot of traction with him early on, but he's a guy that I mean. Even after spring ball, I went down to see him, and you watch his tape, and you, you, you love what you see on tape. And then, again, you, you, you meet the kid, and academic guy, really, really smart, and just a football player. What's so special about Ricky is Ricky is, his high school offense is exactly what we're going to be running this fall. So when we were on our visit last weekend, we're sitting down watching tape, and he's calling out the plays, the same, and it's the same name. There's no terminology difference for him. So what we call it here is what they called it in high school. So he's got that leg up, man. He uh, he understands the offense. Again, there's some read stuff involved in there, and he gets it, man. He's a smart kid, and he can really go now. He, I'm excited about him. Wish we could get him here early, um, but no, he's another one that we're really excited about. He has all the tools. We haven't talked about the transfer portal much. We've sort of focused on the high school guys, but you've got a big one there in Kelly Akari from, from UTEP. This is a guy who averaged 21 yards a catch a season ago. Again, going back to what we said about the Jeff Levy offense and the big plays in the passing game, it felt like you needed a veteran guy in, in, out of the portal in this group, and, and you got one. Yeah. No, he's a, he's a, he's a really good one. Um, we're excited about him as well. <laughs> he uh, He's a guy who popped up. I flew out to see him. Sat down with him. We talked, and he um, he was uh, he he told me exactly what he was looking for, and that's what we needed. So it was, I think, a perfect match. Um, again, you talk about just some leadership in that room. You look at that room. What we got coming back? We got four guys that played receiving for us last year coming back. So you you have to add some depth there. 
Um, obviously, we, the, the, the in-state w- was loaded with talent this year, so wanted to get as many of those guys as we could. Obviously, there are still two out there that we're waiting on that we hope we get some good news from. Um, but, yeah, you talk about, hey, we're going to add five, six freshman receivers. We got to get some uh, some older guys in that room, too. And he came in, fit perfect with us, uh, had the right attitude. Again, a mature guy who's played a lot of ball and who's been successful, big play guy. So um, that's what we need in this offense. Are there some similarities between this receiver group and the one that you were part of as, as a player? You, when you came to Mississippi State, State needed to get that immediate infusion of talent out of the receiver room. They didn't have a lot of proven guys, so guys like you, uh, Brandon Heavens, and, and others were able to play a little earlier than maybe you, you would have thought. Is there sort of some similarities there for you? Absolutely. We, uh, I've talked about it with Coach Levy. I've talked about it with, with some of, some of the recruits. It's very similar in the fact that we came in my freshman year. We played four true freshmen at receiver that year, you know? Mm-hmm. So again, and it's good because I talked to them, got to those guys about, Hey, you got to grow up fast. You don't, you don't get to have the average freshman year. Um, there's going to be a lot of, we're going to depend on y'all a lot. So we need you guys to be mature, grow up fast and take this serious, understand what, what the uh what opportunity you got in front of you to take advantage of it. You come here to play, well here you go. All right, we're gonna throw you out there, we're gonna learn. Obviously there's gonna be some freshman mistakes, but we're gonna learn through them, we're gonna get better and these guys are gonna help us a lot. Just what are your initial thoughts about this offense and, and the talent you have? Do you feel like you've got guys who can make this this offense click in year one? Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um because again, the guys that were in the room come from an air raid system and again this is not that system but um there's a lot we, we spread the field out um and that what i love about it there's 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 a lot of choice and option routes involved in the offense where you and the quarterback have to be on the same page you got to see the field the same um and it helps you be a, a more complete receiver just because you're not just worried about the guy across from you, you got to read the, the, the whole shell back there just like the quarterback and make sure you, you're seeing the same thing so um, I think we have the pieces. I think we, and again, with the additions, I think we're going to be set up perfect. So, um, obviously, with those guys being new and just getting on the same page with the quarterback, it's going to be good. But um, I'm excited. I think we got what we need, and I'm <laughs> ready to get rolling and watch these guys go at it. We only got about a minute left, so let's say 30 seconds for your answer here. But Blake Shapen, what do you like about him as a quarterback? Experience. If you got a quarterback, you got a chance. He's a guy who has a lot of experience. And what I really like about him, he's got some stuff to him. You know, he's got, he brings some swagger to that room. And he, uh, he's a guy who's also been recruiting his tail off, right? Coach, you tell us who we, who, who we're on, who we're interested in. Give me that number. I'm going to call him. Um, again, he's out in Texas. Him and Kelly worked out yesterday. So you know what I mean? They're, they, they're taking this serious and we got the right guys to, to get done what we want to get done. All right, one last thing before you go. I believe you told me it was her birthday this past weekend. I'm going to give a shout-out to Chad's mom. Yeah, my mom, happy birthday, uh, December 16th of every year. So uh, she's a year younger this year. Um, <laughs> so, no. There we go. Chad Bumpus, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. That was yesterday. Brian Haydad with Mississippi State wide receivers coach Chad Bumpus on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll be back to wrap up Sports Talk Mississippi after this.
This show was previously recorded. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome again, Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Thanks for being with us. You never know who's going to stop by on the Farm Bureau guest line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Alongside Brian Haydad and Will East, I'm Richard Cross. We are all coming to you from the Pearl River Resort studio. Have you given that any thought on the the Texas NOU thing to the SEC? Because we started talking about this, what, three summers ago? We were in Hoover. We were in Hoover at SEC Media Days. So you were talking to Billy Lucci of you, all you people. You had just interviewed Greg Sankey. You had just yeah. got done with an interview, and then the news broke after the interview. Yeah, great timing, huh? <laughs> and what if we had been on the air with him and just saw that pop up on Twitter and be like, um, hey, since we've got you here, I kind of feel like Greg, I need to while ask we've you. got you here. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. I guess timing is everything. Yeah. So, I was serious when I said that a second. We were talking to Tom, and like, we've been talking about, oh, it's coming, it's coming. Texas and Oklahoma are coming to the SEC. We saw Ole Miss, Texas in what, 2011 and 2012? I think those were the years. Um, Yeah. Yeah, 11 and 12. And it was really, really cool. We'll get Mississippi State at Texas this year, we'll get Oklahoma at Ole Miss this year. Those are going to be conference games. And maybe I'm being really weird about this, and, and it's not my intention at all, but it's like it's gone from the, oh, it's coming, it's the hypothetical, to it's here. Like, yeah, we got the football schedules, and those teams are on them, and those games count in the conference standings. Yeah. Yeah, I thought about it the other day. A couple a couple things popped in my head. I don't, I don't know why I was thinking about media days, but I was thinking in terms of, I got to pick one through sixteen this year. There's no divisions. Yeah. Like that's that feels difficult just off the off the, the the thought of it. And then I was thinking about the show, and I was I, I was thinking about Jackson Dart, and I was like, where where would I rank him next year going into the season? I was like, is he? I, I guess he's third behind Milrow and and Beck. And I thought about it for a minute. I was like, wait a minute, yours is in the X, SEC next year. Yeah, so I was like, "Wow, I guess I guess I guess he's fourth. I would have him fourth behind that." And that's when those two things, those two discussions I had with myself, uh, like a week or two ago, were what really sort of settled me into. And then we had a I had a question come in on the podcast when we do our mailbag that was about the fourteen coaches in the SEC, and I was like, "Well, sixteen now, sixteen coaches in the SEC." Yeah. Are there any other quarterbacks that are? Even in that conversation next year, so Milrow at Alabama. Uh huh. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be at Arkansas. No. We don't. Assume know it's going to be the Boise State transfer, but I don't know. I mean, do we know who's going to be the quarterback at Auburn? I mean, I guess Peyton Thorne is back. No. But... No, but no. Ashford's in the portal, so. You know, at Florida, 
it's it's going to be Graham Mertz again, presumably. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to be a Carson. really good year. Yeah, he did. We know it's going to be Carson Beck at Georgia. Right. At Kentucky, who was the who was the transfer quarterback that? So uh, the Georgia transfer, Brock uh, Vandergriff. Brock Vandergriff, the the likely starter there. Yeah. At LSU. Probably Nussmeyer. I don't. I can't imagine it's AJ Swan. Very clear at Ole Miss that it's going to be Jackson Dart. Mm-hmm. At Mississippi State, I think it's going to be Blake Shapen. We know at Missouri that uh, that Brady Cook is back. Brady Cook. Mm-hmm. And and if you're ranking those guys, he's fifth now, based on the conversation that we're having. Mm-hmm. South Carolina. Don't know. Tennessee. It's going to be Nico. I guess, yeah. Texas A&M. Wegman should be back. It'll be Connor Wegman. No idea at Vanderbilt. No. No. We we know it's going to be Quinn Ewers at Texas, and Mm -hmm. we assume it's the hotshot freshman at Oklahoma. Jackson Arnold, yeah. Like half the league, we don't even know who the quarterback's going to be. Yeah, and we kind of had, we didn't have that going into. I, I I don't remember last December, to be honest. But I mean, I remember going into media days last year. and I was like, there are five proven quarterbacks in this conference, uh, and and you know, two of them had really good seasons this year, and three of them disappointed. You would say. So next year, though, I think we have. Like the top tier guys, those first four, uh, Milrow, Beck, Ewers, Dart, those are elite guys. Those are guys that I think are all. Has Brady guys. Cook earned the right to be in that conversation too? He, uh, to me, he's in the, he's just a tick below those guys. Okay, just just a tick. He's really really good. Is he elite? I don't know. And then, you know, yeah. After that, we got to figure some stuff out. I mean, you can, you can make a, a case based off of what you just listed right there that Shapin might be like sixth or seventh. It's based off, you know, returning his numbers and Maybe. all that. I mean, I guess Mertz would be sixth. Mertz is probably a solid sixth, so Shapin could be seventh. I don't know if he'll end up there, but just preseason. We had National Signing Day, and so we've got all of the, the recruiting rankings that are out there. And by all accounts, Ole Miss finished with a with a good recruiting class. Mississippi mm-hmm. State finished with a pretty good recruiting class. You know where they're ranked? Mm-hmm. Ole Miss is 19th nationally. These are the on-three rankings. Mm-hmm. 19th nationally. Yeah. Tell me about that website again. Yeah, that's right. On-three. 19th nationally, 10th in the SEC. Mississippi State, 29th nationally. And if we're going 16 teams, they're 14th in the SEC. One spot ahead of Arkansas at 30 and Vanderbilt at 41. And, of course, it doesn't take transfers into account. I mean, Correct. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you know, you might be looking at that cross-eyed. But 19th in the country seems like it should be really good. It's 10th in your own conference. Listen, so it's Georgia 1, Bama 2, Texas mm-hmm. 5, Auburn 7, Oklahoma 8, LSU 10, 
A&M 12, Tennessee 13, Florida 16, despite the craziness of the day. And then you've got Ole Miss at 19, South Carolina at 20, Missouri at 24, mm-hmm. Kentucky at 25, State at 29, Arkansas at 30, Vandy at 41. And State will likely move into the top 25 if they get one of Stonka, Burnside, and Daniel Hill. If they get them both, they'll, they'll definitely be in the top 25. So, I mean, yeah, you're talking about <laughs> 12 out of 16 teams, whatever it is, in the top 25. All right, so, murderous. so, so recruiting rankings have been a harbinger of national champions when you go blue chip index, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to be in the top five nationally if you're not loaded with four-star and five-star recruits. And we know Georgia's doing it over and over and over. We know Alabama's doing it on the regular. We know Ohio State's doing it. We know Texas has been doing it. Oregon has moved into that category. It, it, it just happens year after year after year. But the transfer portal has changed so many things. Our team recruiting rankings, the day after National Signing Day, still relevant at all? Yes. Because who did you say the top two were? Georgia and Alabama. And who are the two best programs in the country? Georgia and Alabama. Georgia and Alabama. Where where was Ohio State? Three. Where's Michigan? Seventeen, actually. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's that's a little surprising. Of course, it helps when you know all the plays. You you can have you can have a little less player there. What? But yeah, I mean, one yes. Spot ahead of Southern Cal at eighteen. For the most part, the elite elite programs will still build through high school. They'll take they'll use the portal to fill holes, but they're not going to go all into the portal the way that Ole Miss is. That's why Ole Miss had to do something different, and they did it, and it's worked. Simple as that. They, they knew worked, they, they weren't going to they weren't going to beat Alabama by by being Alabama. They had to find their own way. Yeah, I'm not saying they beat Alabama. I'm just saying they're closer to it than they probably ever been. So the rankings are still relevant for what? The top five? The top yeah. eight, ten? If you get a, it, I, would, I, I would might even break it down like at, play, at the player level. If you get a five-star player, you got a great player. you got a great player. But your mid-three stars, your low four stars, you can't, I mean, you hope that they develop, but chances are they're going to develop for somebody else. Sports Talk Mississippi will wrap up the 4 o'clock hour with you right after this timeout. This is where the story of your state gets told each day. We're proud to cover the Magnolia State like nobody else. Super Talk, Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at Supertalk TV, supertalk.fm. Of course, on your Supertalk Mississippi radio stations, is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Find them online at visitoxfordms.com. In Oxford, check out the website, visitoxfordms.com, and follow along on all of their social media channels. Good to be with you. Um, I feel like we saved the uh, the Florida State discussion for the college football fix. Hey, Dad, have you have you? I, I know you kind of hate this stuff because it's hypothetical and it's courts and it's boardrooms and it's school administrators and attorneys and all of those things. But how much have you looked at this? And and kind of the the what's new for Florida State? I mean, like. That, that's kind of where I'm stuck right now is you had all of these conversations going back to last February, and then all of the kind of threatening statements from Florida State brass back in August leading into the season. You've got the, the board members who say, well, we got to get out. we got to do something. Had a, a board member saying this document, referring to the grant of rights, won't keep us from leaving the ACC. You had the president saying, I don't really see a path forward for us here. I don't know how we'll be able to stay. And then they get the snub, and they get the um, the letter from Bill Hancock, the commissioner of the, or I'm sorry, the executive director of the college football playoff, where he refers to the ACC as a so-called Power Five conference. Close quote. I'm not sure what he intended that to be was the same thing as the way it was perceived publicly, but but nevertheless. So what's different other than they're even madder now than they were in August and February before that? Well, they're even madder. And then, you know, everybody's got a boiling point. Everybody's got a point where I can't take this anymore. And Florida State getting left out of the, of the playoff was their point. That's when they were just like, we, we can't continue like this. I saw a great tweet about this, though. Well, I don't know what it means, but I did see a great tweet about this. The reason Florida State was in the playoff discussion, I think Florida State's a really good team, but are they a team that can go into the SEC or the Big Ten and go undefeated? I, I don't think so. Being in the ACC was the only reason they had a chance to be in the playoff in the first place. And the, the, the tweet I saw made a good point. It's like, they're about to be Penn State. Something to that. We get a message on the ceasefire text line that says FSU should have never voted to allow Stanford and the others to come in without a concession on that rights agreement. So Stanford and the others is Stanford, Cal, and SMU. And here's the thing. Florida State voted against it. Florida State and North Carolina and who was the other? Was Clemson the other? There, there were three schools that voted against it. I think it, it was Clemson, yeah. Florida yeah. State, Clemson, and North Carolina all voted no to expansion. But the 11 votes outweighed the three votes, and therefore they expanded. But, and, and we'll get into what's coming in a few minutes for the college football fix. But what hasn't changed is still they would have roughly a $120 million exit fee, three times the annual operating budget of the ACC is the, is the, is the exit fee. So they'd owe $120 million to get out the door, and they would have to somehow either legally have the grant of rights overturned by the courts 
or a negotiated settlement with the ACC to allow them out of their grant of rights. But hey, here's here's the, the danger in that for the ACC. If Florida State somehow gets out of the grant of rights or they negotiate their way out of that contract, the ACC's grant of rights becomes less valuable. They are one of the marquee teams in terms of eyeballs. When they play games, people watch, and that matters to ESPN. ESPN bought the grant of rights from the entire conference based on it having all of these schools. So if Florida State leaves, what happens if ESPN goes, all right, we're renegotiating the deal and you're not getting as much money this time? Which is part of what they're so mad about in the first place. And who besides Florida State is going to jump on board? And does Florida State have a landing spot if they actually get out of the ACC? That's the real question. That's the real question. That's the only question that matters. Sports Talk Mississippi, 5 o'clock hour, college football fix, coming up next in the Pearl River Resort Studio. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from STMM Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.